Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another tuesday super excited to be in here with your favorite podcast and i have a very very special guest in here with me a guy that's actually not too far from me um I'm going to let him tell the story how he found out about the bar, but uh, I have none other than Brother Nick Bassick. How are you, sir? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Good, good. Glad for you to accept my offer, sir. We've been uh, been trucking along, good friends, texting and calling here and there, and uh, and, and I really enjoyed the connection and the relationship uh, and, and some of the things that you, you helped us out with, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So to start off with, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself to the listeners, those that may not know who Mr. Nick Bassick is, uh, whatever you want to share, whether it's personal or professional, uh, you have the floor to do that right here. All right. Um, I am the church planting pastor of new covenant Presbyterian church in Richmond Hill, Georgia, which is just outside of Savannah, Georgia. And I planted New Covenant nine years ago and have been here in the Savannah, Georgia area um, for going on our 10th year now. Um, I also am the editor for Reformation 21, which is a website of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals, Dr. James Boyce. Um, And back in the day, uh, Mike Horton used to be involved with the Alliance and a number of other guys that your listeners would know and be aware of. And um, also, I I edit the Christford Collective, which is another site of the Alliance. And a couple guys your listeners may know write for us, Joe Thorne being one of them. And Joe is actually how I heard about your podcast. I was up with Joe and Jimmy uh, last spring, and they said, do you know Dwayne? And I said... No, and they said you gotta you gotta get to know Dwayne. He's a cool dude, and they told me all about you. And I didn't know you were in Spartanburg, and I had my wife and I had lived in Greenville, and so you know right. naturally I just thought to reach out to you and connect. So 
Awesome. Awesome. And I'm glad you did, man. I'm glad you did. Very, like I said, uh, definitely enjoy the connection we've made and relationship and, and all of that good stuff and follow you on Twitter and Instagram. And, and, uh, and I, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real, uh, I guess transparent. I have your notifications turned on on Twitter for a little while, but I was like, you know, Nick, you tweet just a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, you muted me. That's all right. <laughs> hey, hey, nah, mute, cool, mute is a really helpful feature on Twitter. So it really mute. is. It really is. <laughs> I, I didn't mute you though. I just, I just turned the notifications off. I, I said, that's man, right. that Nick, he tweets up something. So, but no, nah, that, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. So let's talk about um um because you know you, you didn't mention this, and uh, I think we talked about it in conversation, and uh, and actually let, let let me take it this route. I actually wrote about it, and um and 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 you 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 were so gracious to help me with it. But let's talk about uh your your involvement with podcasting. Um, I, I think you you did some some work in that endeavor uh, as well. Let's talk about that a little bit as far as your involvement with uh, podcasting. Yeah, so I was an intern at 10th Presbyterian Church in Philadelphia back in 2007, and uh, Dr. Phil Riken was still there then, and um, and the internet was still, I mean, the internet was, and blogging was still very mm-hmm. new, and I think in many respects, you know, in church history, people will look back if Jesus tarries and they'll see the early, you know, first decade of the 2000s um, was really exploratory in a lot of respects because right. uh, everything was new. I mean, you had Tim Challies, you had Monergism, you had, you know, certain people who jumped on uh, the internet and using it to get out good theological resources and whatnot very early, 2001, 2002, 3, 4, Justin Taylor, some of the other guys that we read now who have sort of paved the way. And so mm-hmm. I had started blogging. I know you asked about podcasting, but I had started blogging in 2007. And that was still a time when people remember a lot of guys, especially in the reformed church were you know, they'd kind of make fun of, they'd be like blogging, you know, they didn't realize, I don't think the, <laughs> the power of right. internet publishing and getting the propos- propagation of truth, what you can do online. And, um, I, I met a couple guys when I was in Philly who I hit it off with. And one was Jeff Waddington. I don't know if you, you know, his name, Jeff was a PhD student at Westminster, uh, did a doctorate on Jonathan Edwards. And we ended up at a dinner together, very long story short, he and a guy named Camden Busey and a couple other guys had just started podcasting. I didn't even know what a podcast was. Um, I remember podcast and, um, (laughs) and, uh, Jeff invited me on. He said, Hey, look, we're on like our 20th show. We're just going through a series on the atonement that I'm doing. Would you want to come on and be a panelist? And I was like, sure. What do we do? And he said, well, we're just talking about theology. And that was really at the very beginning of uh, the podcast, Christ the Center, which probably in some respects was, you know, coming along right after Whitehorse Inn. And obviously Mike Horton had been doing his work for many years and was innovative Mm -hmm. in that that sense. And so I ended up being on that podcast, Christ the Center, for I think six or seven years till about 2014. Um, 
And that was just a really sweet time for me. I learned a lot. We got to interview a ton of amazing guys the way you are right now. And um, and I was so excited to see what you're doing because I do think there's a great need for good theological podcast and love what you're doing. Right. So. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I wanted you to, to give that background, man, because there are a lot of people that, you know, just found a bar or new to the bar. You know, Christ Center was definitely a pinnacle for for just I mean, just my understanding of good sound theology. Um, you know, back then, if you typed in reform theology in the uh, in iTunes, that was coming up and White Horse Inn was coming up and not many others, you know. And so uh, that was uh, I wanted to make sure that my listeners knew the influence uh, that that had on the bar. Um, it, very influential, um, you know, paved the way, made it. I mean, you, you guys were solid. Uh, I remember telling my wife, listening to you guys headed back to North Carolina. I was like, man, these guys are so just smart. And I don't, I don't understand half the words, but I'm, I'm with it. Like, I love it. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's you funny know? because I did it after seminary and it was like getting a second seminary education. It was like going through six oh, yeah. years of PhD studies for me. I was learning so much from the guys oh, yeah. I was on the show with. I mean, we would have hours of conversation before and after we'd record. And I, I mean, it was it was amazing for me just as a learning experience. So I, I can imagine, man. I can imagine because I, I know I learned so much uh, just by, by listening to those conversations. And that's, you know, like I said, it's one of the things that inspired the bar to, you know, create those conversations where people um, can, you know, find people and, and learn like that. Um, let's talk about the blogging side. Uh, cause you, you, you mentioned, uh, Reformation 21, um, and, and the other, um, and then I, I love how you tied that into, to part of like the timeline, um, because you know, all of that pay, plays a factor. So, uh, for those that may, cause now it seems almost like, you know, uh, before blogging was a joke, then everybody was doing it. Now it seems like, you know, people are kind of straying away. What are some of the things that you got got going on at Reformation 21 that's trying to hone in or keep the people that are there or, or grab people's attention uh, to when it comes to blogs? Yeah, it's, you know, I think nobody really knows where everything's moving. I remember a number of years ago, there were articles uh, that would say things like, you know, what's the future of blogging? And the article would say, blogging's mm -hmm. dead. Nobody reads more than 200 <laughs> words at a time. But, and, you know, and we're right. writing, and I'm writing 1,200 word. I'm writing chapters right. on blogs a lot of times. And a lot of the guys we have writing at Ref21 and women, men and women at Ref21 and at Christward Collective, and then what I do at Feeding on Christ, they're all much more substantive in some ways. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's always a fine line to find that balance between too short, too basic, trying to cater right. to sort of a short attention span, and then too much, and this isn't the platform for it. But what I think mm. we've, we've done is we've tried to approach it more like a... a um, and I think Ligonier has done a phenomenal job. You know, I've gotten to write for Table Talk for years, and they've done just a mm -hmm. tremendous job for 40 years of striking that balance with, right. uh, 
you know, devotional, theological, um, for the layperson, for pastors, kind of trying to mm-hmm. grab the broadest possible audience and and not water it down so much so that it's not substantive, but not go so deep that you're over everybody's head. And I think Ligonier right. obviously set the they set the standard. They are the gold standard, in my opinion, for um, mm-hmm. for doing that. So in some ways, we're kind of following their lead. And um, obviously, Gospel Coalition's done a good job of trying to talk more to current event issues and you know what what Christians are talking about right now. What are the hot button issues? What are the important issues right. of the day? And so at Ref 21, we're trying to kind of wed those two things a little bit, and I'm not sure we do a great job with that, but we are trying <laughs> to trying to keep it a little more contemporary, a little more. This is what's going on in the church, or you know what people in mm-hmm. the church are interacting with. Um, and then with Christward Collective, we're trying to do a little more just vanilla theology with maybe some more practical, experiential aspects to it, a little more devotional, but still theological. And and that could be more just across the board, timeless. So that's what we're trying to do. And we're right. trying to get, um, you know, very knowledgeable, theologically solid, confessional men and women. And then we're trying to get a diversity of authors, uh, different ethnic backgrounds. And, you know, we, we really want to represent um, the church well and who's out there and who's writing and right. who have to say. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. You know, and, and I appreciate, you know, the invitation for me, but I don't think that's my gift. <laughs> I, well, I might have to do something else, man. <laughs> it's funny. Well, you're doing a great job with the podcast. So stick with it. It's, you know, yeah. I, you I, <laughs> I, I write myself through ministry and I have a friend I told that mm-hmm. to and he's like, I don't even know what that means, <laughs> but I, I have to write. It's almost like therapy for me, yeah. but I think mm-hmm. for a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, you don't need to, and it's okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you know, 2018 is my self awareness year. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm identifying. You know, what, what's the strengths and weaknesses. So, I, I, again, appreciate. Uh, my listeners are very familiar with uh, with the offer because uh, I told them about it, and I was like, "Man, I feel like I got homework. Got to. I want to write for Nick. Want to write for the. You know. <laughs> well, but, anytime uh, you want. So. Okay, I appreciate. Like I said, I appreciate the invitation. It may hit me one day. Uh, but for for the listeners that didn't catch, I think it was last week when I was talking to Dr. Al Moeller, I said uh, Nick was very gracious with my uh, with my attempt and and turning it into an interview. And he didn't have to do that, and I was just so grateful. So I gave you a shout out last week for uh, for doing that, man. I you know that 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 was awesome. You know, we do have a writer on the team. You know, Dare Harrison. Uh, uh, very fine writer. That, yeah, very, very good writer uh, and very great guy. Glad to have him on the team. Um, and Nick, you know, uh, we've actually had some conversations about Daryl and, and, and what he's doing. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you had a, had, had a chance to talk to him, but uh, he'll definitely be listening, man. Let, let's talk about Daryl and, and his, his writing style and approach to things right quick. Yeah, so, I mean, Daryl's kind of just jumped on the scene the last – year and a half, I guess. And I am um, mm-hmm. not sure where I first saw something he had written. And then obviously I've listened to 
the interviews, the shows he's done with you, and um, I think he's a very bright guy, very, you know, um, I love his love for scripture and for the gospel, and he seems very gospel-centered, and and I think he's trying to write into a very difficult context um, that is very emotionally charged, and that's difficult, mm-hmm. and I think he's trying to do that um, with care, and I appreciate that. So, um, you know, I that's some of the things he touches on are things I'm afraid to write about because yeah. they are yeah. such difficult yeah. subjects. So, you know, I admire that yeah. he's he's um, he feels compelled to do that. So, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. We we hear that so so much, and it ought not to be like that, but you know, that's where we are. Um, and, and Daryl is so passionate about the gospel and about people. And, um, and the funny thing, Nick is his, his desire is to write, write more about theological things, but you know, he, he just can't let stuff like that just go out and not be addressed. And I, I love him for it because that's my heart. You know, I don't have the writing skills, but, uh, but we definitely stand with Daryl. So big shout out to Daryl. And I want to make sure that I put that on, on the air because, uh, he gave me a hard time about, mentioning my birthday on their show that that aired on my birthday so daryl i'm showing love without without any banter <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> that's great yeah, most definitely yes sir so right here we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back hey everyone have you checked out dead men at www.deadmenstuff.com yet if not what are you waiting for dead men exists to equip disciples and grow leaders We do this through Christ-centered articles, devotions, videos, a podcast, and free resources like books. Dead Men presents the gospel in a straightforward and intentional way. Check us out today at www.deadmenstuff.com. All right, we're back. It's the bar. It's your boy, Dwayne, in here with my main man, Nick, a good friend, Mr. Nick Bassick, in here. Um, And Nick, you know, I've actually, before Doc and Devo, I actually already heard of you. So, you know, that I got a, got a little advantage because, you know, I knew you before uh, Joe and Jimmy. So I'm just going to make sure I keep that hanging over your head <laughs> just so you can remember. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely uh, enjoyed the episode with, 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 with uh, Joe and Jimmy. And, um, and, uh, and I was glad that they were able to to make this connection, man. So on the back half, because the bar is not like um, Christ-centered or all those other shows that run, you know, maybe an hour, uh, we're almost finished. So on the back half, I like to give what I call my bar signature questions. And there's three of them now. It used to be two. Now we've upgraded to three. Um, and the first bar signature question is, what kind of music does Nick listen to when nobody's around? Oh, boy. Um, this is a dangerous question. <laughs> Um, I know. You know, I was listening to Wu-Tang today, so um, that, might, yeah. that might not fit well with some of your listeners or some of the people that know <laughs> I me. love it. Um, I listen to everything. I, I really do. I mean, I listen to Shy Lin a lot when I work out. Um, I listen to jam bands. I listen to Fish. I listen to Widespread Panic. I like indie music. I like classical music. Um, I mean, I really just listen to a lot. One of my favorite singer-songwriters is a guy named Damian Gerardo. Super relaxed. Mm. Um, really just one of the most gifted. And then for Christian music, um, I like Andrew Peterson a lot. I like Matt Boswell. Boswell. Um, I listen to the Together for the Gospel albums a lot. 
that Bob Coughlin produced. I was at one of those that they produced, mm-hmm. uh, that big crowd of 10,000 people. So I, I really, I just listened to everything. So Nice. Okay. So the next one should be interesting. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? Well, so I listen to sermons. I don't listen to podcasts a whole lot, which I'm sort of embarrassed to say, mm-hmm. having been a part of one and being on several and now on yours. <laughs> um, I have listened to yours, and I am thankful for the work you're doing. Um, I listen to Sinclair Ferguson a lot, um, mm. several of his sermons a week. I think he's the best. Um, you know, if you if you don't have a hard time with listening to a sort of lulling Scottish brogue the whole time for theology and <laughs> for, you know, Christocentric biblical interpretation. He, in my opinion, is the best. Uh, listen to a lot of British guys. In addition to him, uh, one of his, I suppose you could say mentors was a guy named Eric Alexander. Amazing. Uh, he was mm. set to take over for Martin Lloyd-Jones when Lloyd-Jones retired, but stayed in Glasgow and pastor wow. uh, St. George's Tron. And you can find all these on Monergism. I uh, listened to Ian Hamilton, a guy named Edward Donnelly. Uh, just recently been listening to a guy named Jeff Thomas. They're all British guys. And then obviously mm-hmm. I love Piper Endeavor and Lig Duncan and, you know, all the guys. Right. Your listeners are going to be for many of the guys you've interviewed, you know, so. Nice. Awesome. Okay. All right, next or last bar question is, what book or books are you reading? I have been working through a pretty hefty four-volume set of, it's a systematic theology by Herman Bovink called Reform Dogmatics, and I've been working through that for the last two years. And just going through that constantly, and it's it's some of the best theology you can read. Um, and then beside that, I I just you know I read a lot of different books. I pick through in my library. I treat my library like one big table of contents, and just grab <laughs> books on nice. the go. So I'm just reading chapters and articles and essays out of all kinds of different books. So okay, awesome, good deal. Good stuff. So, um, since we're at the, the, I guess, the tail end of the show, I'm going to give you the floor to uh, to address my listeners, whether it's uh, announcements or shout-outs or uh, encouraging words or whatever it may be. This show will drop probably next Tuesday. So uh, I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Well, um, beginning of 2018, I just encourage your listeners to stick with a Bible reading plan. That's something I'm trying to do at the beginning of this year. It's easy for that to fall off um, the bandwagon, as it were, and uh, just stick with staying in God's Word. I mean, that is more important than anything. You know, it's easy to get Mm -hmm. bogged down with reading lots of different things, listening to different things, and um, not to stay in Scripture. So that would be my biggest Mm -hmm. exhortation is just read through the Bible, read through books of the Bible, Stay in the word, meditate on it. Nice. Good deal. Well, Nick, man, I really appreciate you taking time out to uh to join us at the bar. Um, probably gonna have you back, Nick. I just came to my mind um 
because even though to me you're kind of famous, you know, you still qualify for my local pastor spotlight since you did the church plant. We may have to bring you back to talk about church planting and thing like that, things like that. What do you think? You, yeah, if I don't thoroughly bore your listeners, I would love to come back <laughs> on. So if, but it, hey, if like 10 people listen to this, don't worry about having me back on. Okay. <laughs> okay, I, I'll you. give you the stats, Nick. I give you the stats. <laughs> I don't want you to waste your time with me. So uh, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. So thank you again, man, for coming on. I appreciate you guys tuning in to the bar. Uh, this is week two of January. So next week is going down G3 Conference. The bar podcast has a booth. Come by. Take a picture with us. Come by, buy a T-shirt. Come by and say hello. Uh, just remember, on that Friday will be official bar day. So if you have bar gear, you wear it on that Friday. If you don't have bar gear, make sure you come pick up some so you can rock it on Friday with us so we can take this big old picture and post it on social media. Uh, man, it's going to be so exciting. Make sure you check us out at G3. Um, come in. I think it'll be the same week as this week's drop. I, I'm confused right now because I'm trying to speak in the future. But anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out thebarpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, the bar underscore podcast. And uh, anything else, we out of here, Nick. Later.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there